You're listening to The Rat's Nest on 89.7. Coming up in the next 10 minutes is Ryan, whose last name I'm not sure I know. I don't know why my voice is cracking like I just went through puberty, but... (laughs) I think that might have been the best intro to the podcast ever. What's your last name, Ryan? Uh, it's done. Okay, nice to meet you. <laughs> my last name is Snow. Welcome to my home. I thank you for having me here. Thank you for bringing several synthesizers into my house. You had plenty already. I really didn't need to bring more. But the question is, did I have the right ones? Because there's now a moisturizer in my house. I guess we'll find out. So welcome back to the Rat's Nest podcast. Today, I have a guest, and it's Carolyn, Tangent Universe's Tiny Frames. Snow. Snow. (laughs) All those, you know, middle names. Hello, thank you for having me on the Rat's Nest. I think Carol and I are having already too much fun with this. I I guess I would describe Carolyn as a very community-oriented synth person. As I kick my microphone stand. I, I would agree with that. I'm a, a liberal arts major and a literature nerd that's come into a space of introverted cybersecurity guys. So, I mean, I'm looking for community. I don't know if you guys are. (laughs) No, yeah, I think that's what's awesome about you. And I think you're just a great pillar of the community. Even if you're somewhat new, you got an award from Modular World and you got a Nautilus out of it. I do. I have a <clears throat> Cupid Electronics Nautilus. What's up, Andrew? It's a beautiful machine. Awesome. And you started Synth Picnic? I did. Um, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming to Synth Picnic and bringing your limited edition Blue Mountain Dew, um, where the rest of us drink coffee and cider, but... Uh, If you're listening out there and you're local to the Baltimore, D.C. area, uh, when the weather's nice, we meet once a month at 9 a.m. in Columbia and we drag our synthesizers outside and let a little improvisation and experimentation happen early in the morning. So come on out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And I've only been to one, unfortunately, but it was a fun time, especially if the weather's nice. I enjoy all the outdoor modular activities. I specifically almost started into synthesis because I wanted to drag synthesizers along my bike packing and backpacking routes. Um, That's awesome. I like collecting field recordings outdoors and feeding the machines. <laughs> That's awesome. And I see you've got a DIY Lyra. Oh yes. Um, so I'm I'm middle aged and married, 
to an engineer and scientist who, when I say, let's build a Lyra from Soma, he says, okay. (laughs) And uh, it took like eight months, primarily because the parts were difficult to source in the pandemic. So while I do have a Lyra 8D IY, it's not entirely authentic to the pre-built ones. There might be some knockoff capacitors in there. Gives it that extra character. Right. And character is what we go for because what we lack in experience, we go for character in this house. Um, but it's an interesting machine. We bought it prior to the war uh, in Russia and Ukraine. And I remember paying fees to have it imported from Russia. But now there's an American outpost here, uh, Earworm LLC. So if you want to endeavor to build your own, you can order it from the U.S. and not pay all those extra taxes and uh If you're listening out there and you need help for this very prolonged project, we have tips. We might even have parts we can share. That's awesome. I will certainly keep that in mind because that's something I'd like to build in the future. But we'll see how that works. Do you want to talk any more about anything in particular or do you want to start patching? Hmm. Um... Our next project in this house is another DIY kit, which is herbs and stones. So that'll be the next thing we build. And I can't remember what it's called, but it has a fun name that's like foam. And um, yeah, we can we can patch. I don't have any news. It's winter. There's no outside synthesis going on. Ryan, when's your next gig? Uh, I don't actually think I have one right now. But looking to play in the future. I'm sure there will be shows once the weather gets warmer. Oh, yeah. I just saw you play actually a True Vine um, yep. and slap the moisturizer around. Which... It's, it's my new It's my new thing to do at shows. I just, just scrape those springs the entire set. Come watch me play with springs next (laughs) now i don't mean to flip your interview on you but i don't think people realize that you actually solder these machines uh yeah i help i help out carl uh who makes them carl has also been interviewed but on a bonus episode so some people might not have heard that but i have featured the moisturizer in many an episode and uh, yes, I do help put them together, sometimes soldering, sometimes just bending the cases and everything. And, you know, just to be clear, there's a lot of Baltimore references here <laughs> between being a rat's nest or uh, building a machine that's home is in Baltimore. Baltimore has some cool stuff going on. We swear. Thankfully. Try us. Yeah. One of us. <laughs> Should we get patching? Yeah, do you want to break down kind of what's happening right now? Sure. we've kind of been talking over. Yeah, so uh, right now I have updated Mutable Instruments Plats to the most recent firmware update, which was the Grand Exit this year. 
So right now I have a voice coming through pots and it is being fed into an old blood noise minim pedal, which is a pedal I prefer to work with. I know people like their holograms and big skies, but if I have to pick a reverb, it's going to be minim for me. And, uh, and then we are patched over to Ryan's machine where he's sweetening the sounds and giving it a nice stereo filled with the morphogen. Mimeophone. Mimeophone. I always mix those up. I've had to go back in my own episodes and like edit where I said morphogen instead and put mimeophone. Well, if there was ever a pair that really gets the job done, it's the mimeophone and morphogen and you should completely mix them up. Definitely. <laughs> So that's what's happening right now. So we have one ambient kind of structure going in, and the Platts is actually being fed into Pam's new workout. I don't have a pro workout, I know. Um, And so it's being quantized there, and it's running on random if you're deep into the settings. I'm assuming, you know, I did bring the moisturizer. I know you like the moisturizer. We have it for you to use if you would like, or we can start with something else. Can I'm kind you of interested. Reverb or reverb? We have the technology. <laughs> I just don't know if the house explodes or. <laughs> the feedback just like destroys the whole world. You, you gotta be very careful. It just clears your brain. All right. dumb question. Can you patch from my pedal into your moisturizer? Yes, if you have a quarter inch to quarter inch cable. I do. Perfect. All right. Let me get that for you from my coffee. I have my own rat's nest, so let me get a quarter to a quarter. And I was So the only thing we've changed is we're just adding the moisturizer after the minim, but before the mimeophone. Oh, interesting. Ryan, go ahead and punch, punch the uh, moisturizer. If you guys want high dramatics at $400 a pop, this is your call. What are you doing next? Are you making like an ambient piece here? It's, it sounds like it. Alright. I've never patched with somebody before. Um, something I like to do is actually feed a 
pluck or guitar type voice in the Nautilus to kind of make those nice glitch crunchies going on in the background. Nice. What I have in my one year row is uh, the mosaic pluck, um, which is a good value buy if you're out there and starting and you have a tiny case. I'm gonna come out for that and I'm going to uh, feed it into the right side of the Nautilus. And I'm gonna trigger it with my PAMs. I do a lot of uh, PAMs. All right, so these are the new Qubit electronic cables, which are sold out right now, right? I'm just gonna be a big walking advertorial because I still can't believe Qubit sent me a Nautilus, <laughs> which I mispronounce all the time. I think it's cool when module makers, you know, help out artists like that. can take away that little uh, mini thunderstorm going on from the puck. Nautilus, you have to move slow with. So what I'm doing is I'm patching my puck into PAMS and now I'm gonna just add some pitch, if you will. Kind of fiddling with the Nautilus, we have a little bit going on, but we have to find our sound, if you will. And I don't know if this is normal, but I ear tune. <laughs> and if you had the misfortune of seeing me play at Modular on the Mall, I did detune two oscillators during live play, so this is not recommended. <laughs> it happens to all of us. I don't think it does, Ryan. <laughs> I think it does. I've I tuned my oscillators with like a tuner, and I still sometimes am like, ah, oh, I bumped that, and it's out of tune now. I think the thing I hadn't learned at the time I played modular on the mall last summer is that when you carry a machine to a different location, that patch is not going to be the same. And I think I was always expecting these repeat. Uh, repeat cases every time I power on the machine, but I now know that's not what happens, which is a really basic lesson to learn, but it was still new to me.
Oh, forgive me. I did not reset my PAMs before this show, and there's a couple of outputs that have the R skip on higher percentages, so you don't get a consistency of the sequence. meticulous background crunchies <laughs> going on off the Nautilus. There's a setting called sensors where it's meant to kind of mimic sonar equipment coming off a submarine. Oh, that's super interesting. So just little discordant crunchies. I was also adding in a layer there with the... Um bite beat app on the ornament and crime it's like basically just a bunch of glitchy kind of 8-bit sounds and i was running that through the dismodus for another layer so now i 
life patched into my favorite module. I love to run plots via the model into mass into one of the center outputs. And what happens is you're able to use two of the voices at a time on the plots to create these kind of harmonies. So I'm just gonna cycle through just to kind of demonstrate that. But something people always like asking me about is how I get so many voices out of such a small space and the answer is plats and math. The answer is usually plats. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like. Yes. So you're just using one of the like knobs to kind of which input are you going into on plats? Uh, so it's called model. Oh, you're going into the model, right? So you can just kind of change through the models with a knob. That's awesome. So you get kind of these extra timbers and sublayers. All right. Give me a uh, definition of ambient music, because I don't think I actually know. Can we be percussive, or if we're percussive, do we have to just make sure it's a little flick here and there and we, not We can measured? be percussive. You just have to run it through a reverb. That's the rule of ambient. You just run it through a reverb. Right. And when we play ambient music, is it only five panel caps that are allowed in Birkenstocks? Is there like an outfit? As far as I know, there's no dress code okay. for Ambien. You're like a noise guy. Is there like a shoe for that? Uh, for other people, there seems to be, but for me personally, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For those listening, I have on a pair of suede Mary jeans, and I don't know what that makes me. this is kind of an old staple module that I really got only recently um, but it's just the ALM MCO which I like to use for kind of a bass um, and sometimes it can be percussive too you can make a nice kick from it or we could also use the noise engineering templigio, which uses onomatopoeia to describe the sound. So instead of a kick, snare, or bass, it's things like cat and boot. And uh, oh yes, the classic boots and cats. Right. And so I kind of feel like maybe I was gonna go out from the MCO, but let's try some like sprinkles from the temp. What do you think? Do it. I don't know this module very well, and it has two switches, so I'm going to be cycling through cats and boots. Cats and boots. of the dry sound of the bite beat stuff going on.
percussion because this is ambient music. I'm going to use some of the logic functions to kind of randomize what the percussion head says more of just a random voice in the background because you cannot have a tight sequence in ambience music is my understanding. Usually not. Honestly, with drum modules and ambient, my go-to thing is to run them like at audio rate really fast so you just get this like texture and then like amplitude modulated or something interesting that sounds um very advanced like somebody wearing your shoes would do oh you mean these crappy vans that i've owned for way too long probably (laughs) ryan's wearing glasses so everyone listen to ryan he's professor ryan yes today i am professor One of the onomatopoeia settings is a quack. So I've got cat boot and quack going out of the tip.
to just uh, <laughs> patch that drum into <laughs> an older uh, Forbidden Planet module, which I like to catcall people with this, which is not appropriate. Nobody should ever catcall unless you're a nerdy middle-aged woman with a filter. That's allowed. Or a theremin. Theremins, yes. Okay, so admittedly, my little Templigio uh, idea did not come out so great, but if you hear a little bit of typewriter clicking in the background, that's the temp. Now what I do need, Ryan, is you can grab me one more cable. It is a very long black cable. You know what? Since I'm patched into this filter, I'll just go ahead and do the second out into the filter since you're coming out of my forbidden planet. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, there we go. It's very subtle. So again, I've never patched with a person and I can get rid of some of these uh, millipedes in the background. No, I love I love the Nautilus texture. Add some snow to it. And I feel like... I feel like we need some kind of distinct non-reverb layer on top. Like, what have you got in the domain of glitch crunchies, which I oh, know I've, is a... I've got some, some bite beat going on from the Ornament and Crime. Is that glitchy and crunchy enough? Yeah, thank you. I am uh, find myself lately, I'm really only interested in the subgenres of glitch crunch and uh, sparkle barf. Ah, uh, yes. Actually, I believe it's called shimmer barf if we're being technical. Vomit core, you know. Yeah, if I'm going to police a subgenre and ambient, it's definitely going to be barf core, uh, barf shimmer core. Yeah, yep. Sparkle barf shimmer core. Full name. All right, I got to tell you, Ryan, I've never patched with the person before, so where do we go in this uh, sea of sounds? Where do we go next? Where do we go next? That is a good question. Bass? I am. Yeah, we could use some more bass. Uh, I'm kind of mixing the temp little like clicks and stuff with the bite beat and we can mix another thing with those because I'm out of stereo mixer inputs now I'm uh, using the time knob on my minimum just to kind of peck around for some variety
that this is very cinematic and atmospheric, but our current setting is a suburb of Baltimore with a vegetable tree with ranch dip. This seems very contrary. It happens. <laughs> Don't judge a book by its cover, you know? <laughs> you can be cinematic and eat veggies out of a vegetable tray with some ranch. In fact, we would advise that you attack life in a cinematic matter at all times. Play the score while you go to the gym. It's a good treadmill jam. So hype. <laughs> I didn't think we'd be uh, giggling so much on this episode. I don't know why we're covering up our giggles. <laughs> I'll make sure they're in the in the you know in the podcast. I feel like I'll people boost. deserve this. I'll boost the giggles. All right, Ryan. I don't know where to go from here as a relatively new synthesis, but you seem to have a knack for this. So we've got uh, lots of barf shimmer and glitch crunchies. I mean, at this point, I would call this like cool patch, but. I would focus on like performing it. Like what would I start with? What would I bring in and out? What would I layer together over time? Okay. Uh, because I am, I, I do have a matrix mixer. I could, we could mix more things in, I suppose. So we have this chord structure going on in Platts that's been playing on and on in the background. Fourth. <laughs> that's not proper. <laughs> Steps of four. Hello, I'm an odd musician, you can tell. Um, how could we variate that? I have two sequencers over here. I have an O control and an SQ1, or maybe you have something over there, or like an octave step. I do have a thing. I have the other ornamented crime is in hemispheres, and we could use that. It has a precision adder, so we could use your sequence and then add like octaves from the other hemisphere. So we could like swab octaves. I think that sounds like a good idea. Okay. Do we have any more of those lengthy black cables? I think to we make do. Make it happen. All right. listening at home and I mean you six patrons Ryan is muttering to himself while investigating his two skiffs 
think, unfortunately, I can't just do octaves from the hemispheres because it has to be a scale. Okay. But actually, I think if I use the sequencer one, I might be able to do it. there was, but there isn't. So 
here's what I'll do for variation's sake. I'm gonna unpatch from Pam's. So I just pulled a patch from Pam's and I am taking the bolt octave and right now I'm feeding it into my O control. So now the O control is sequencing the pet, uh, flats. So right now we have a bit of a thunderstorm going on. I have not tuned, of course. We've definitely changed kind of the, uh, the feels getting more ominous, if you will. Ominous robots. into a horror movie yeah we went from real nice ambient and now we're in like the, the dark ambient we're just gonna go shout out to black moth yep i don't know what i've done to get this like door slamming thing <laughs> i'm into it Modular is definitely about the happy accidents sometimes. Almost like. Oh boy. The boy, moisturizer boy. springs really make it. <laughs> really bring the horror vibe. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting eaten by a caterpillar.
I think we're actually uh, running out of time, unfortunately, but I like how we ended up here from the horror. And right now we're actually just listening to uh, Carolyn's Layers. Turned off my Cursus drone and bite beat textures. Go back in time. So yeah, thank you for uh, being a guest on my podcast and inviting me into your home. It's not awkward to ambient patch with someone you barely know in your house at all. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Can and you now, slap the moisturizer one more time? All right, all right, one more time. One more time. 